From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. I have lock picking information. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Welcome, welcome, welcome into the lunch hour. Because every good sports talk radio show needs an hour with the name and a fancy sound effect to indicate that you are in that hour. And so here on Ken Levick Alive, here is the grown woman salivating all over her sloppy gel. Mm. Welcome into the lunch hour here on Ken Levick Alive. So Brooks Kepka, the Jupiter resident, uh, locked his keys out of his car. He was an hour late to the PGA Championship pressure. By the way, Stone, there he is. There's that man, Tiger Woods. He looks phenomenal. Look how yoked he is, Theo. He, he, he looks buff. He is yoked right yeah. now. Yeah. Man, love that. Uh, so uh, we remembered today the PGA Championship is this weekend. I believe you can have leaderboard updates here, leaderboard updates here on uh, ESPN 106.3 starting on Thursday. But we're uh, we're focused on the heat. We'll get back to the heat in a moment. But uh, uh, picking locks. So Stone said he ordered off of Amazon that little balloon that uh, they use if you call uh, a company to come unlock your door. That's what I've had to do, including a time where three pints of ice cream completely melted while I waited to uh, have my uh, car door uh, uh, unlocked. You should have went back in and got the refund, man. Uh, I, no, I can't. I don't know if they do that. Yeah, like, before hey, it sorry, melts. Sorry, dummy. I, I locked my keys in my car like a dumbass. Can you please refund me the money for this before ice cream it that melts. melted? Before it melts. Like when I knew the dude was, yeah, like as soon as I called, I would have went back in and refunded See, everything. That, that actually, what I should have done is actually just gone back in with the ice cream that I bought and yes. put it in the freezer and stood by the <laughs> oh. freezer. And then when they came, just repack it in the bag. Now that would have uh, raised some eyebrows, but then I just show them the receipt. Yeah. Like, hey, I bought this. That's true. I bought this. They, I don't know. If I'm working and there's a guy stuffing ice cream back, like taking it out of his grocery bags into the freezer, I'm calling somebody. <laughs> but I, can't you I would think you came that? from your house. Can't no, you I would, explain that? I would think you came from your house. Why would like, I come from my house to, like, I tainted the ice cream yeah. or something? <laughs> you can just tell yeah. them to review the tapes, man. Go to, go to the review, man. And they'll see you walking yeah. in with no ice cream, yeah, walking go, out with some ice exactly. cream coming go back. Go investigate the tapes. Yeah. You're exactly right. Uh, but right now, you can get one of those emergency balloons to unlock doors at Walmart for $9.62. Yes. Now, it looks really cheapy. So you can buy like a full lock picking kit for like $60 that includes that balloon. But that balloon rules. I never knew until I had to, I locked my keys in my car, which didn't happen until I moved down to South Florida, uh, naturally. But that those things are awesome. And also, the tennis ball that Theo was mentioning. Yes. Using, here's the theory behind the tennis ball. You cut it in half. Mm. or you No, I'm sorry. You, you cut a hole, hole in, in the it, tennis yeah. ball. And the theory is that the air pressure just, up against the, the lock, yeah. the air pressure change is going to unlock the, the automobile or the door. Uh, according to a 2009 episode of Mythbusters on the Learning Channel, oh, yeah. that is false. That you, you might be right, but see, that's what I, all I remember is people used to tell me back in the day. You get a little tennis ball, you cut the hole, in and you punch it. They were lying. You. That is not possible. That's the sound a tennis ball make when you do it. You go. 
They, 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 apparently, the show like pumped in like 200 psi right. of air into the lock, and it didn't do a damn thing. Wow! So, I can't imagine a tennis ball. Sure as hell ain't doing anything. <laughs> can't imagine in 2022 there are guys at 2 a.m. running around just tennis balling and opening cars <laughs> up and, balling, and, and yeah. stealing stuff. Yeah, but you know what? Tennis though? balling and pilfering. That uh, that that whole balloon thing. That the fact that people could just get those is bad because I. Th- like that's can't how just, people are breaking in cars. I think. Yeah, can't you just go open other people's doors? Yes, I think you can because I, you know what? That's yes, what's can. happening. Because now that brought the whole mood down. Yeah, yeah. I feel terrible now. I don't want a balloon anymore. I don't. Don't get a balloon. Hey, nobody get the balloons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if, if they see you walking out with that thing or like you came in the mail, it's like, whoa, honey, stay away from that. We guy. We should definitely flag people <laughs> keep, with the balloon. Yeah, yeah. Keep, <laughs> keep keep an eye on that dude. Keep an eye on that dude. Uh, by the way, if you miss any part of Ken Levick Alive, the podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts on the World Wide Web's. It is free. It is there for you at the conclusion of every day's show. Ken Levick Alive podcast wherever you get your podcast. Stone was rolling around with his boys on on Friday night. Where were you on Friday night? What were you doing on Friday? Uh oh, he he gave you the look like he got caught up, like you were his girlfriend. Like you were telling me before the show that you were rolling around this weekend, like one, two in the morning. Oh yeah, so so it was Saturday night. We were we, oh we, Saturday. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Sorry. So I went to the yeah. He, he scared me for a sec, Theo. Because like, where Stone actually was Friday night was obviously a problem. He could not talk about that on radio. So let's I talk not, about Saturday night. Bro, he got pale. Yo. his eyes got super wide. Like, sorry about that mistake, Stone. I have Jesus, man. So many questions. Was, was it was it a club? Was it a rally? Yeah. Like what, what is it that you were so ashamed <laughs> of rally. from Friday night? Like what what kind kind of, it was not a what rally. Kind, what kind of rally? What kind of rally is? That? Uh, um, stone attending. The look in his so, face, man. So we go to the Marlins game down in Miami uh, on Saturday night. They end up beating the Brewers. That's right. And we go to the Twin Peaks right there in Pembroke Pines. Check the uh, the UFC fights, eat, string, scenic views. And uh, <laughs> now we're, we're heading back, right? Heading back up here. Heading back up north to, to Jensen Beach, Stewart, wherever we were headed. And now it's like, it's probably 12. It's either 12 a.m. or 1 a.m. And the people who I'm driving are sleeping. So it's just myself. You know, I got 106.3 on, obviously. And then the, the sports center hits, the update, you know, where the voice comes in and gives you the rundown. Well, the first thing he does right off the bat at midnight or 1 a.m. is, and we have ESPN West Palm's Theo Dorsey, uh, expert heat, heat analyst, and he, he was on Freddie Fitzsimmons and, Col- and, and they, they, they shined you, <laughs> and, then, and then your audio tapes rolled twice. They did both your clips, and they went into their segment. They came into that 12 o'clock hour. Wow. And it, it was pretty awesome. There and, is, and, man, there is no one who knows the heat better at 2 a.m. on a <laughs> Sunday morning than Theo Dorsey. Do we, have, do we have the audio clip that they used in the Sports Center? Yeah, they updates? were on the official ESPN audio bank. Your name was there, and they got both your clips. Let's, oh, let's hear Theo Dorsey, our own Theo Dorsey, Ken Levick <laughs> Alive, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, renowned heat expert who appeared on Freddie and Fitzsimmons, right? Yeah. On Saturday night? Friday yeah. night, Saturday night? It was on Friday night. Friday, it was on night. Friday night. That and, we did. And, and then they ran it back. They ran it back in the Sports Center updates early Sunday morning. Here's, here's Theo Dorsey, national radio. Mm. I think this year, even if they don't make the finals, it's legitimate. Jimmy Butler's a superstar. This team, every player on the roster seems to elevate their game in the playoffs. And Eric Spolster still got to be like, at least if he's not the best coach in the NBA, a top three coach. It's hard to write them off. They're the number one seed this year again. They're in the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, what more can people ask for? I mean, that's well. He's not well done yet, Ken. He's not done yet. 
Oh, I have there's more. more. Yeah. I have more takes. This one's the Celtics are a better matchup. Roll for oh, Dorsey. Let's go. Easily, easily, easily the Boston Celtics. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks, the way that they defend and the way that the, their heart and the guys like Drew Holiday and guys like especially Giannis Antetokounmpo, I do think that'll be a really tough matchup for the Heat to be able to get points on. The one thing I do like about what the Bucks do is they let you get three-pointers. And the Heat have the best they the best three point shooting team through the season, so we'll get more open looks against the Bucks. But the Celtics, when the going gets tough, and when you're not going up against a team like the Nets, and you're going up against a team that'll get under your chin and get in your face and make you think and make mm. second actions and third actions, I like the way they fold. I feel like they have a little bit of that James Harden in them. I always people say say that James Harden was a choke artist. I don't think he chokes. I think he folds when the moment gets big. Mm, and I go. think some of those Celtics players got that in the too. You hear Freddie Coleman, that's true. <laughs> oh man. Theo, not only Yo. not only with the robust breakdown of why the Celtics are a better matchup for the Heat, but also the the verbal approval mm. from Freddie Coleman on that. I like right, Theo. I just and also that played nationally. If there's any Celtics out there that hurt that, I hope they're not uh, you know, dialing me up now that they're here in South Florida and they get to deal with me. I said that back when the Bucks were up, I think, 3-2, or at least it was a 3-3 yeah. series. And yeah. um, now that the Celtics are uh, in earshot and uh, arm's length, you know, uh, truce, guys, you guys don't fold. Not like James Harden does. You just kind of whimper away sometimes. That is awesome. <laughs> well done. I hate that they ran it back all through the weekend. You know what no, that was? No, that's great, man. You know what that was? They they didn't have any more clips to go through <laughs> by Saturday, Sunday. Everybody else is all. They used up all those Tim Legler clips. All the Tim Legler stuff was yeah. done. The Brian Windhorst stuff were done. They were like, who do we have left? There's some Theo Dorsey guy that's from good. ESPN West Palm. But that's good. You Beat take expert. it any way you can get it. Take it any way you can get it. I like that. I don't like how my voice sounded on there either. It was no, really hot. No, it was smooth. No, it's, it, 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 it takes a little bit to like to, to know that it's Theo, but we're just used yeah. to having him in person. Let's hear it real quick, just a couple of a couple of minutes. Or I minutes, think this seconds. year, even if they don't make the final, yeah, I think it sounds fine. It's authoritative. Yeah, like, that's the thing. I think this year, yeah, he won the NBA Finals. <laughs> I'm saying, bro, it, it's a little bit of a twing to it. I think it's because I was in the car on my phone. It's just the audio wasn't as robust. Like I need to get one of those. You know, they need to get me off of this mic next time. I, I thought it was good. Yeah, I, think yeah. I thought it was great. It was that's fun. excellent work and a fine representation of what we are here at, uh, at ESPN 106.3. And that, shout out Emmett Golden, too. He was filling in for Fitzsimmons. Oh, okay. Awesome. Emmett Golden, too. A little awesome. bit of a double good karma brands love there. Our, our, our buddy from ESPN Cleveland, even though uh, we try and book him, and uh, he agrees to uh, times to be on the show, not realizing it's during his actual <laughs> radio show in Cleveland. But we'll, uh, we'll forgive him uh, for that. Uh, speaking of ESPN and speaking of personalities, those who listen to the show regularly know that we have a little bit of a, a thing with Jay Will, mm. with Jay Williams, Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max every weekday, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. We don't, um, we don't appreciate his, his basketball, his heat, his heat appreciation, mm. his heat outlook. And you may remember that leading into the Hawks series, Jay Will was real high on Trey freaking Young, who got nothing but exposed in that series, nothing but body slammed in that series, nothing but torture chambered in that series. I mean, it, 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 we're talking waterboarding. We're talking like medieval, tying a rope around each extremity and just mm. stretching them, right? Like mm. that's what happened. That's what the Heat did to him. This was the initial run-in that we had with Jay Will. 
where after we torched him for two weeks, that one specific clip, we had a funeral for that audio clip, but then we had to bring it back because Jay will agreed to come on the show because he was down here in West Palm, and Stone, Stone said, hey, man, you've been talking that talk up in, in, in Bristol, up in New York. Yeah. Now you're in, in our house, and you're going to have to answer for this. Tighten up. And he, he came on, and this was the initial run-in that Theo and I and Stone had with Jay will we buried this piece of audio last week in a formal on-air funeral, but we had to exhume it because I want you to hear Please. what Please we were do it. riding Please do it. I want to hear it all. the Hawks to take on the Heat. And yep. this was your preview of the series, Jay Will. But the one thing I've always worried about the Heat is when it comes down to it, down the wire, could Jimmy Butler be that clutch player for them to make shots when you need it the most? I've always thought Jimmy Butler would be a better two option, three wow. option on a championship team. But if they are healthy with the way Trey Young is involved in pick and rolls, if he gets going, yeah, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and I think there was a legit chance. Trey Young was in hell for five <laughs> games. Jay, you know it's always heat in five. Is it more so about the fact that I believe that they can't win a championship? Is that what really well, is the wrong way? To give Trey Young any sort of credence that he was going to be able to break down the fortress that is this heat defense. Mm. I got to say, Jay, I was a little offended. Okay, well, I'm sorry that you were slightly offended. <laughs> Are you picking the Miami Heat to win the whole thing? That's my question to you. Yeah, I trust in the depth that the Heat have. That's right. Sticking to my guns. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Heat to win the championship. So what do the, the Heat do? They take care of the 76ers in six games. So, Jay Will, Stone reached out to him Friday. Right, Stone? This was Friday? Yeah. And Jay Will came back on Friday. And I was wondering why we couldn't talk about how good the Heat were and how excellent Max Struess has been. Back-to-back double-doubles. What about Bam Adebayo? Getting it done on the offensive end and playing the best quarter defensive basketball we have seen all uh, postseason long in that third quarter mm. in Game 6. Jimmy Butler, why aren't we singing his praises? Eric Spolster just completely working Doc Rivers. The discussion after the Heat knocked out the 76ers, Theo, you remember, was, oh, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid. What if he was healthy? What if he didn't crack his face open? What if he had a thumb that was attached? What if, what if, what if? It was James Harden. Why is he made of canola oil? Mm. Why uh, does he live in strip clubs? Why, 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 why? And nothing about praising the Heat. So I, I had to take Jay Will to task on this show. Yes. Again, let's let's hear how this started. I will explain why I'm asking you this first in just a second. But before my head explodes, before brain matter splatters all over the walls here at ESPN 106.3, please, 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 could you find it in your heart to give credit to the Heat for winning this series in six games? Because no one else really is. You know, you don't need to talk anymore. I'm tired of you guys both framing these conversations as if, like, I am the biggest heat hater of all time or that I don't give credit teams that go out and snatch the soul of other individuals. Oh. Oh. I know how competitive I am. I don't like framing the narrative that way, and I won't have it. Not on my watch. <laughs> put it, putting your foot down. Well, it, this is this is my point, and I'm not trying to create conflict here but between you are. Jay Will. But you are. That's okay. Go ahead. No, but I, I don't want <laughs> you to go into a – it's okay if you have conflict with me, but I don't want you to have conflict with your ESPN brethren and sisterhood, okay? But I okay. get the sense that everything that comes out of the mouth of those who receive a paycheck from ESPN is, well, Joel Embiid, well, James Harden. But Jay Will – 
What about, well, Max Struess? What about Jimmy Butler? What about Bam Adebayo? What about Eric Spolstra? All right, so uh, I want him to talk about them. Yeah. I want him to talk about them. But he still, he still, Stone, he shied away from it. He didn't want to do it. He was still uh, fixated on Joel Embiid, on James Harden, because you want to know why? He has that Bristol brain. Mm, he that has that Bristol, Bristol brain. brain. It's starting to bake in. Yeah, and it, it, it rots you from, from focusing on what the proper winning perspective should be. It, it, it continued on Friday with me and Jay Will. And we'll talk about how positive the, the Heat are when they get to the next series. Yeah. That's what's going to happen, guys. And, and, and I do appreciate that, and I understand. No, you, in, no, you don't. No, I, <laughs> just I, me about it. I, I do, I do. But here's the way I would frame it. And you are you are an established, outstanding professional, Jay Will, okay? But here's how I would frame it, okay? So, so all of okay. the things you mentioned with the 76ers, they don't exist because the Heat found a franchise player in Jimmy Butler who was a problem in other locker rooms, but he comes into Heat culture and it helps mold him and he helps mold what makes this team successful. Savvy whoa, front office whoa, whoa, whoa. moves like whoa, 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 P.J. Tucker. Whoa, whoa. First off, first off. So, uh, again, I was just trying to reframe the conversations yes. for him. Start with the Heat. Be front foot on the Heat. Not, oh, the Sixers, this is what was wrong with them, and then, oh, yeah, the Heat are moving on. Because that's what the national conversation has been. Yeah. Any show that's not ours, really, here on ESPN 106.3 or or Evan 11.55 and 5.55 every day, it's been, well, what about the other team that the Heat disposed of yeah. in this postseason? Now, here's how I know, though, that we've gotten to Jay Will a little bit. He's been listening. He's been thinking about it. He, he, he has sat alone in his home at night and gone back to these conversations, mm. and I think it's starting to have an effect because here is Jay Will this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, and listen to what he said about the Heat. Heat is the most disrespected franchise there is right now. Hmm. And shame on media, shame on me. Oh, yeah. All we've been talking about over the last several weeks, we've been talking about the 76ers. Shame I can't on. tell you how many people shame. have came up to me like, you guys are talking about James Harden again. You know, yesterday it was about Luka Doncic and how he was <laughs> to Magic Johnson and the fact that when you leave the room, you feel like you're missing something that he's going to provide for the game. Or if it's Patrick Beverly talking about CP3, or if we're talking about if Jason Tatum has a seat at the table of the greats if he's on the level two as opposed to level one of the vip room nobody's talking about the miami heat weird weird Mm. let's just hear a little bit of that one more time from the top jay will this morning after two weeks of us going at him and really close to a month of us crushing him for his initial trey young observation his refusal to fully engross himself in heat culture he can tell us stories uh, about Nick Arison, like he did on Friday, yeah. he he knows of heat culture. There is a belief in heat culture with him, but he hasn't fully dove in to heat culture. And so, again, I think, Stone, the only explanation for something like this is that we are in his head. We have seeped into his cranium. Yeah, to the point where he wants to go and talk about Boston or whether it was Philly, you know, Milwaukee, but yeah. then he stops. Yeah. His, his, his conscious stops. I'm like, well, I can't because I know. Let's just, let's just play this from the top one more time. So the Miami Heat is the most disrespected franchise there is right now. And shame on media, shame on me. Mm-hmm. All we've been talking about Damn over right. the last several weeks, we've been talking about the 76ers. Shame I can't tell you how many people shame. have came up to me like, you guys are talking about James Harden again. Stop you know, it right there. 
I can't tell you how many people Jay will at us next time. He knows. At us next (laughs) time, Jay will. At us. You know where we're at. We're right here. You know the number. Mm. The thing about this is, is it's it's happening twofold, right? Not only is he coming here, taking the lashings, and also learning from why he should be yeah. more uh, more high on the stock of heat culture. We are teaching him. You're right, Theo. But also, the Miami Heat are proving it on the court, which is what really – that's what matters, right? Yeah. Because we can talk ourselves blue in the face about why the Miami Heat should be favored, why True. the Miami Heat should be a team that you can consider a championship contender, why Jimmy Butler's a superstar, why it's not just the road they're taking, yep. but the fact that they're still bludgeoning these teams and their stars – but he knows now, after watching them do it and win those two series, you can't keep ignoring it. Right. So they're winning, and we're preaching. You know which, what I'm saying? Which is why you got to get through the Celtics, though, before I think they're actually going to get proper respect. It's ridiculous, though. It's like, you got to get to the finals first. It's like, okay, I mean, sure, I would love it that way right. anyways. I love to earn it the hard way, but like, wow, we have to get to the finals. Yeah. They're still talking about John Morant. Yeah, right. Uh, John yeah. Morant. Yeah, and they're still talking about James Harden. They're right. still talking about Kevin Durant. Patrick Beverly's on TV right now. Yeah, and at all times. Six, look, look, the Timberwolves Sixers offer James Harden Supermax. Patrick Beverly, who has not even left the ESPN <laughs> studios in 48 hours, I do think he's just told the higher-ups at ESPN, you put me on every show and yeah. everyone's waiting for him to leave, but nobody wants to outright tell him, like, hey, bro, you should probably leave. Like, you're making people uncomfortable. He's saying, no, you put me on this show, you put me on this show. He's hijacked the network. I'm pretty sure there are people that are being held hostage by yes. Patrick Beverly in that facility right now, and we just haven't seen the breaking news report, but they're talking about James Harden right now. It's game one of the Eastern Conference Finals tonight, and they're talking about James Harden. They can't get enough of it, man. But how come the Celtics don't have to go to the NBA Finals? It, well, no, Jay Ce- Will said it yesterday that, that if Jason Tatum wants to go to that next tier, he needs to win an NBA but championship. why are they talking about Jason Tatum like that? He hasn't gone to the Finals. How come we can't talk about anybody on the Heat like that? Because apparently we only focus on individual members of the Heat, uh. including the player who's been best in this entire postseason for any team until they get to the Finals. So why isn't it the standard the same is. for the Celtics? I know what it is. It's the aura thing because even even Stone Ooh. himself, even Stone himself, can't get himself enough of that Luca. That two playoff uh-huh. series winning Luca. But Dons. I don't got that Bristol brain, so don't do that. All to me, I'm okay? saying is you you fall a little I, victim to it as well. And I All still right. am a big fan of Abadayo. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I still give Abadayo his praise. Abadayo do the thing every man. time. But also before we get rid of the J Will stuff right now, he also Monica McNutt, Monica McNutt came on and said you <laughs> you're still, what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're getting all kind of name butchering today. <laughs> She came on and said, do you th- still think that Jimmy's not a one, two, or three? And he said, yeah, of course I don't. Like uh, He has to show me, and doing this may show me. And then Who's he also, J-Will. He said he's not a one, he's he a said three. He's, yeah, he said he's still not a one or two on a championship-winning team, regardless of what they do. And then also went right, on fine. to. Just win the championship. I'm tired of this. Uh, and then right. also. I'm exhausted. Last part, he also went on to pick Boston. They, Monica said, so who do you think wins? And he goes, I got Boston in this series. We, I know that he ducked you today. He did. He ducked you. Yeah, he did. Keep at him. You know what? He, he probably, needs to yeah. be held accountable. Yeah. yeah. He was waiting for game one. You know, he might respond as soon as the Celtics win. Like, all right, I'm oh, on tomorrow. Yeah. You guys good? I'll hop on tomorrow. With oh, yeah. if, I, I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you if the Heat lose tonight, he'll be calling in at 12 and one second <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. I guarantee you. But he ducked you. With some bagpipes. He ducked you because He'll- he knew as soon as he said Celtics, as soon as he picked the Celtics, as soon as he made that asinine reply to Monica McNutt, 
he knew we were going to be on his ass. No doubt. But you know what, too? I want to appreciate Monica McNutt's growth because she's delve into heat culture. She picked Jimmy Butler as the best player and yeah. left in the playoffs, yeah. and she picked the Heat in seven. So at least there's somebody in Bristol who's getting yeah. their mind back on the right track. I'll, I'll say this, too. I'll say this. Uh, Monica McNutt, I was a little tough on her a couple of weeks ago when uh, <laughs> Mike Greenberg uh, asked her, how come nobody talks about the Heat? And she's like, well, other than Jimmy Butler – uh, nobody knows who's on the team. Uh, Max Struess, uh, maybe Bam Adebayo, mm. and I was like, Monica, that's your that's your job. You're supposed to know, to know these about things. them and tell us about them. Like Come that's on. your job. But but she she says Jimmy Butler is the best player remaining in the postseason. And I tell you what, I've always said great things about yeah, Monica yeah. McNutt. <laughs> in hindsight, in like, hindsight, she's she's always had that it. She's got it. the it factor, yeah, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I absolutely appreciate that. Uh, so so now. We've got. No, we, we don't. Uh, he he put me up. Stone, Damn it! I could have done it. <laughs> so we, Stone sent our call screen line. Oh my uh, god! Jay will in New York. You're a punk ass. Oh, uh, that was funny. It's Colin from West Palm. Beach. I was getting ready. <laughs> Oh, I, was about I was ready to go, man. Theo, I could have done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you should have. You should have. <laughs> I, I, oh, I folded the opportunity oh, away. Theo and I were ready to pounce. Uh, not that not that Colin is a bad consolation yeah, prize. Yeah. Colin's on, Colin. in West Palm. Colin's on Kellevick <laughs> Alive. What's up, Colin? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, buddy. Hey, so I, I wanted to say I think the, the Heat's biggest problem is actually one of their strengths. They don't necessarily have a headline story which is why they aren't the Morant, the Pat Bev, the sense. Boston, all that stuff. Sure. But, but I think that, that plays into their favor in such a big way. They, I mean, not making these headlines, they don't have the drama surrounding the team. They have nothing but winning and just staying focused and beating the next opponent. And I, I, that's why I think they're favorites over Boston. And, and I think for us, too, Colin, like the fact that they keep winning and they keep avoiding that one major storyline that's going to get all the, the talk shows up in arms and going at one another, that makes it feel better when they do advance because that continues to put the pressure on them actually focusing on talking about the Heat as a team and the style of play. It's not going to come until the finals, but it makes that much more satisfying, right? No, I agree, and it speaks volumes to Heat culture, not having one of those players that's constantly in the media and, and on the talk shows about you know dancing at half court or what songs they're playing in the arena. <laughs> yeah, and this is the second time in three years that that team is in the Eastern Conference Finals and on the doorstep, and appreciate the call, Colin, of getting back to the finals. By the way, we asked on Twitter, Heat Celtics game one, you feel what right now? Sweep the leg says calm, relaxed, and cautiously optimistic. How about that? That is definitely not me. I am really nervous. Mm. Uh, King Trey, I feel it's going to be a dogfight. Bam needs to be dominant in this series, and he can be. He does need be. That's correct. That is correct. We can't have passive Bam. Can't do it. aggressive Bam. Andrew M. tweets, confident with a splash of where's the nearest bathroom jitters. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to be a little gassy, if you know what I mean. It's going to be a late series. night, too, know, man. Dude. It's going to be a late night. And Stop whining. <laughs> are you kidding me? This dude, what are you eating right now? Stop whining, seriously. What are you eating? Is seriously. that a honey bun? Just, just, I look over and this dude is stuffing his face, and yeah. then he jumps on the mic with like crumbs spitting out of his mouth. I, Who me, are you, you savage? I apologize, but we just that time thing. Stay up for the boys. Oh However long gosh. it takes, I'll come sit in the living room with you. And if you start dozing off, I'll slap you in the cheek a few times. We ain't going to sleep. Luckily, I can drink watch some the water whole thing. and get whatever that thing is out of your mouth. It seems dry. It seems like you're struggling a little bit. <laughs> Luckily, I can watch the whole thing, though, because 
I'm, my my last game I need to cover tonight is at seven, and Ooh. I don't have to stay for post game. So I'll be able to sit down and watch it all comfortably. But yeah, man, uh, eight forty five tip. Man, we'll be up to like midnight. And when those Panthers score in Florida Live and that horn's going on, I'm just gonna. <laughs> that's another hour added oh onto the clock. Gosh. Oh my god, you are so young and full of donut right now. Uh, Fort Lauderdale Daniel uh, says he feels fantastic. Heat and five. He's more worried about the Panthers. All right. Mm. All right. Respect. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll continue to take your calls. Heat Celtics game one. You feel what right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. When we return, LeBron James, King James, mm. he opened up Twitter last night to a Q&A. Ask him anything. We'll discuss that. And if we knew that he was going to answer our question, what would we actually ask mm. LeBron? Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. From Can the Anajar and Levine Studios yeah, yeah. in downtown West again? Palm Beach, yeah, yeah. you are listening yeah, to Ken LeVick Alive yeah, yeah. on ESPN 106.3. Game 1 Eastern Conference Finals on first take. Nike unlikely to extend shoe deal with Kyrie Irving. (laughs) Could be why is Jimmy Butler being the best in the postseason? What makes the Heat such a dynamic team? Why did every other NBA team miss out on Max Struess? Bam Adebayo versus Marcus Smart. Who is the best defender? It's Adebayo. Abadayo. Abadayo. Is he Amish? (laughs) Sure, working on that. Jebediah Abadayo. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. By the way, confirmation that um, what Stone had a mouthful of and decided he was going to jump in at a point, forgetting that he was actually consuming it at Mm. the moment last segment, was indeed a honey bun, Mm. which he has completely smashed. He he smashed it within seconds, and this is the lunch hour. It is so, the lunch hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. That's sort of what it sounded like, actually. Yeah. It, it definitely sounded like that. I'm glad you had a good time with that. <laughs> yeah, it lasted about 20 seconds. <laughs> he absolutely had a good time with that. Uh, so I want to, to go through what LeBron James did last night. LeBron was feeling risky. He last really was. Night. Like, there's no doubt in my mind the man had some red wine in him, some Pinot perhaps. And he was just sitting. There was no basketball last night. And he he jumped on to, to Twitter and decided that he was going to run uh, a Q&A. People just send him questions, <laughs> and he's going to answer them. Now, for a guy like LeBron, is that the smartest thing in the world? <laughs> Hell Probably <no>. not. <laughs> so at 8, 8.30 Eastern time, he tweeted, Q&A, folks. And then I fire off. Three minutes later, okay? So here are some of the questions he got. Some were kind of lame, like SB Nation. If you had to choose one teammate, past or present, in a 2v2 to play against so MJ lame. and Scottie Pippen, who are you choosing? Uh, LeBron said Kobe, KD, or Kyrie. Uh, that's, that was like, uh, I don't yeah. know what was, that was so corny. Uh, Chris Williamson, I thought this was funny. He's an anchor oh up my in gosh, New York. That's my boy. He tweeted, what's been your favorite book to read as an adult or even a child? LeBron <laughs> responded with The Alchemist. Now, 
knowing what we know about LeBron <laughs> and in the bubble when he was asked about the Malcolm X book that he had uh, tweeted oh. that he was reading, even though when the book was open, he had just opened the cover. And then when he got asked about it, his response to what he took away from the book was complete nonsense. Do you think he actually read The Alchemist? I think LeBron did read The Alchemist, and I think that's why he felt so confident to res- respond with that one because that might be the one that he actually finished. The Alchemist is a great book, one of my favorite too. Yeah. I think Chris was trolling and he knew what he was doing when he when he sent that tweet. He did. <laughs> so Knowing you Chris. Think, you think there was uh oh, he yeah. was all right, that's good. Yeah. Chris knew uh, what he was doing. I am in on that. Um Clee West tweeting, is Cleveland, Ohio a football town or a basketball uh, town? LeBron football a uh, LeBron uh, LeBron LeBron football <laughs> for sure, but the Cavs definitely holding their own in the sea. Like lame stuff. This Nobody's is all calling lame. it the C two dude. Relax. Yeah, exactly. Right. So this was all. This was all just sort of like, eh, whatever. Okay. Um, I'm but, enjoying them, by the way. I I think they were good questions. You guys <laughs> Stone need is, some happy pills or something. Stone is Stone is so mad at us being jaded on these questions. Why are you Why are you uh, Are you disappointed in us right now? I, I am. I, I am. LeBron, I, I, what's your favorite color ice yeah. cream? Pick, well, well, that one's probably would be a bad question, and nobody asked that. I Somebody did, did ask well, something like that. Yeah, they asked cake or pie, but, and he said cake. But just, just <laughs> legit, that was a response. Just, oh, just having the visual though of him going at it, two v two, him and Kobe Bean against MJ and Pippen is a pretty cool thought, a pretty nice visual. But over there in Haterville, it sounds like hell, I guess. Oh. Cool. No, it's, it's really good. Top five favorite movies. Uh, Gladiator, The Godfather, Coming oh, to God. America, Friday, <laughs> Wedding Crashers. Whoa, I feel enlightened. But I, I am enlightened that he isn't a fan of The Wedding Crashers. And, and oh, who is it? Owen and, and Vince Vaughn. I think that's... That was a good movie. That, that's a great movie and cool that LeBron likes it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so Theo today, he was like, guys, we should, we should, because none of us asked LeBron a question because no. I don't get caught up in those Twitter Q&As. No. I have better things to do, okay? Like be cynical and miserable. So uh, Theo was like, what, what would you have asked him before the show? And I thought that was a brilliant question. And, and I suppose here's my question to LeBron, okay? Um, LeBron, how come you still have never thanked Heat fans mm. for how they treated you when you were a member of the Heat organization? That's a good question. Like that, that would be my question because I, I've never seen anything in the Miami Herald, uh, Sun Sentinel, Palm Beach Post. He never took out uh, a page like, like superstars do. Uh, never mm. wrote a thank you on Instagram. Uh, never tweeted a thank you. Nothing. He, he- had someone ghostwrite a, a Sports Illustrated piece uh, where he said being on the Heat was like going to college, but never, never the fan base that was unabashedly behind him, the only one when he was a villain that cheered him, that helped deliver him two championships, the first of his career, never one single solitary thank you. Why, LeBron? Why have you never thanked Heat fans? There's my question. That's a great question, and on top of that, Heat fans weren't the one in the streets burning your jersey. Right. They weren't the ones like... Yelling all yeah. kind of blasphemous things about your name and almost yeah. dehumanizing you in the streets. You and went then back you went to that. Back to them yeah. to go like that. That is the thing that makes me so much more confused. That's a great question. Yeah, yeah. That's so that's question. that's my question. What what would you what would you ask I would, LeBron? I would legit ask LeBron like, is it is it on purpose? <laughs> is it on purpose? Like, do you? Oh, so a heavy one. You're one of the most. You're, you're such a smart guy. He's a genius. He's a great it's businessman. A, he's a thinker. He is an amazing basketball player, one of the greatest minds in all of the game and really in all of sports. Uh-huh. He's so aware. His court awareness is like 1,000%. <laughs> he, 
His self-awareness <laughs> is like negative 25. Like, is it on purpose? Are you playing a caricature of something that you think we would have fun laughing at? All of the pictures of you reading a book and it's page five. All of the questions that you get asked and you answer in these ridiculous ways. You're lying about, uh, about knowing Kobe Bryant was going to score 81 the day before he scored 81 right. and having interviewed. Like, is it all on purpose? Is he playing us? Is he playing into it? <laughs> like, or are you knowing, that- knowing that Greg Popovich's wife died and then trying to act like oh, it was the first goodness. he heard of it in the, the post-game interview? You're right. Is it on purpose? That's Dude, a great question. It's so many moments like, in LeBron. I like that question. And I really want I legit, like, I'm not even trying to, like, be a troll or be funny. I really want to know, like, is he in on it? Yeah, is, he, is this a bit? Yes. Or is he for real? Or are you seriously that, like, <laughs> you lack that much self-awareness? I need to know. Oh, man, that's really good. I couldn't actually. ask that on Twitter that because really, really good. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> I love it. Is it on purpose? Uh, Stone, what would, you, what would you ask LeBron? I have a good one. I would ask him, Mr. LeBron James, what color <laughs> is your aura? <laughs> the funniest thing oh, is LeBron man. would eat that question. Oh, he would love it. He'd be like, oh, all purple and gold, baby. His corny tail will oh, eat yeah. that question up, yeah. and that is what blows my mind about LeBron. He's hilarious. You man. are 100% right. He would see Stone's <laughs> question, and he would he would respond to it and try and do it genuinely. Damn oh, it. I should have asked it. Like, that I, is well, well said. Well said, Los Angeles. I what think is too, your aura? Part of part of it, I think, as well for LeBron is the Heat was was the only organization that did not bow down to his every need, like the Cavs and the Lakers have done. Yeah, without question. So but that he, could he still also could give a thank you to the fans. The fans showed love, and like, the fans weren't as vitriol. Uh, or what, what would be the word? Past tense wise of that, they didn't show as much vitriol towards him when he left. So. Um. By the way, um, LeBron LeBron almost got uh, got sacked. He almost got oh. sacked last night. Ballsack Sports asked him a question, and, no. and it looked like he he responded to to it at first, and then he deleted the uh, the tweet. Really, he almost got sacked last. What night. It, what was the question? Uh, it was something about whether or not uh, oh uh, if he could pay for uh, his girl uh, this dude and his girl to go to Disney World in July, and he deleted a, a tweet from Ballsack Sports. Oh my Sports. goodness! How could he? That's when he cut it off because he doesn't have any reply after that. Getting ball sacked is inevitable these days. <laughs> it's, it's inevitable. It is true. It is absolutely inevitable. What would you – what's the question if you knew LeBron – if you knew LeBron had to answer it, what question would you ask him? Me? Why didn't you ever thank the Heat fans? Theo? Is your lack of self-awareness <laughs> on purpose? And Stone, what color is your aura? What would you ask LeBron? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at KLV1063. What was your favorite birthday party? He's Theodore C. WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Bright line, bright line, bright line. It's the best way to get through South Florida. Best way to get to a Marlins game, home runner train. Best way to get to the heat, the buzzer beater train. Tonight, if you're going to game one, Heat Celtics, do not, under any circumstance, take your automobile. Just trust me on this, okay? Your trusty buddy, Ken Levicka. Because Brightline 
It's the easiest way to go. You don't get stuck in bumper-to-bumper traffic. There's no good time of day now to drive on the interstates in South Florida. Every second is rush hour here in South Florida. Take Brightline. Stations West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. That's Brightline. How do you get your passes? It's easy. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. Brightline, the only way to get through South Florida with the stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, and Miami. LeBron James Q&A last night. A question from Randy Buffington. Bronny beats you one-on-one yet? Question mark. What was the score the last time y'all played? LeBron replied, and and I'm, I'm going to ask you, Theo, if you think that this is real. LeBron replied, <laughs> the last time we actually played, I shattered the backboard on a dunk so we couldn't finish the game. Hell no, that's not real. <laughs> that's not even... I promise you, you ask Bronny that question 10 years from now, he'll be like, I don't know where he came up with that story. LeBron's like a habitual liar, dude. I'm Why does he have him. to do that? There's no way, I've man. I've seen him throw down some powerful dunks. I think it's in him to shatter the backboard. I think the, the, I think the basketball goals that LeBron James bought for his house, I don't think those are the cheap ones where you're yeah. just shattering the backboard. Like he's the kind of guy who'd be like, LeBron, did you ever play baseball? Yeah, and I hit a home run out of Yankee <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> Like then he's that quit. guy. Then yeah. I had to quit because we couldn't find the ball. Yeah. I hit it too far. <laughs> we lost the ball in the, in the river. <laughs> LeBron on, is hilarious, dog. Hey, we got to heaten up the three of us at 7 o'clock tonight. Game 1 Eastern Conference Finals. Heat Celtics right here on ESPN 106.3. He's Theodore CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Still in the Bandowitz Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye.